I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. All right, 7 o'clock. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. We really should have had that conversation on the air. No, that was not a good on-air conversation. Adam I Jones. Thought I thought it would have been is best conversation we've ever had, actually. I, Adam Jones is moving on quickly. Did you see his uh, his tweet just a couple of moments ago? No. Um, he's Wait, up. He's already back in Barcelona, according to uh, Pauly. He says he's made his way back to Barcelona. And he already tweeted, uh, congratulations on a great season for the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Just, you know, hey, fine, you know what, let's move on. Let's uh, take the positive out of what happened. It's going to it's gonna sting for a while when you have a year like that and win 100 games and you don't even win one one game in the postseason, though. Yeah, agreed. And, and you know, the thing is, and I, I'm seeing a lot of, of Orioles fans talking, you know, and, and I think for good reason. If the Padres have shown you anything, number one, it's don't make cringe rap videos. That's number one. That's our. That's like our baseline. Do the Orioles do that too? No. Okay, good. But that's this is just for all baseball. Okay. Don't make rap videos unless you win the World Series. Rap away. Have a ball. Turn into Kid Cudi right after you win a World Series, a legitimate World Series. Number two, Ben. Um, what, what? I just lost my train of thought. Number two is... What did we learn? What did we learn? What was the point again? I was saying AJ's tweet was, what a great season oh, by a great team. Can't no wait for next year. that you'll get back. I know and Birdland is extremely proud of this bunch. Can't wait for next season. Right. Yeah, next season might not it's, be a 100-win type it's year. It's not promised anyone, no? and we know it well. So take it from us. Don't make cringe rap videos. And do not expect... To roll out of bed and go out and win 9,500 games again. Now, maybe maybe this was a step on the journey for the Baltimore Orioles. We thought that last year was a step on our journey. We added some pieces. We're going to be unbeatable. The Orioles fans now are finding themselves in the torture chamber because of what they did not do at the deadline. What they didn't do was make an offer for a Josh Hader. What they didn't do is make an offer for a Blake Snell. Um, and again, when you saw what their starting pitchers did, outside of Kyle Bradish, who was okay, it was a really, really rough look. Kramer got lit up yesterday. 
And and Mike Elias got a lot of credit this year for turning that team around. He's also in the chamber right now for not doing a thing, really, at the deadline uh, to help his team out at all. And now... There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee those young pitchers are going to stay healthy. There's no gu- We've all seen so- sophomore slump type situations from young from young pitchers. Um, you, there's just no guarantees. You have to strike while the iron's hot. Remember high. though the Houston Astros progression as they get ready yeah. for perhaps the seventh right, straight. Man. So they did it right, but they they had that young season like the Baltimore Orioles did, where they made the playoffs before anyone expected it, and then the next year they took a step back and they missed the playoffs, and everyone was wondering. Oh, maybe maybe this is not the way to do it. And then what happened? The next year, they took off. They won their, their World Series title. They won another one. They have been very consistent. But there, sometimes there are stops and starts. Sometimes you jump up quickly and you take a step back. Uh, it's not always just the linear progression that we expect. And then you get the top of the mountain, and then you you slowly drop down. It's it's not always like that. It's um it's more unpredictable. Baseball is weirder that way. It's It's kind of the theme of... What we've been talking about. Baseball is weird. You know, and and the Phillies owner said it. He had that quote last year. At the end of the day, you know, no one cares what Babe Ruth and the 27 Yankees made on their contracts. Like, they remember the championships, and that's what we're in this business. You know, the you know, division series, if you don't invest long-term and, and try to help your guys, you know, be smart. You're so smart about how you've built the organization – Get your guys what they need, and you heard obviously the Mariners fa- uh, Mariners players talking about it as well. Like, bro, look across the diamond. Look at these guys. Look what they did at the deadline, bringing in Montgomery. You know, spending a ton of money. Like, we've got a core, yes, but we need some help from ownership. And the owners are like, we're raking in record profits, and this place is sold out every night. Why would we? But we're maybe the do Mar- what we have. maybe the Mariners after making the playoffs last year take their step back. They take off next yeah, year. Yeah, well, it's, and it, it's going to really depend on kind of what what the moves that they make and the help that they get for some of the guys that that are there right now and their good core. And I, I don't think it changes for Peter Scheidler or AJ Preller. I think you still you still have to. Not only do you have holes to fill, you've got to find a way to improve. Obviously, on eighty two wins. Well. You've got to find a way to get more out of the players you already have. That the is, Texas Rangers did that this year. They did. Got guys like Adelise Garcia. You know, he, I mean, he kind of came out of his jump up, kind of came a little bit out of nowhere. You look at his numbers. What were his numbers last year? Do you have a good season let, let, last year? Let me see how uh, he's progressed because no one, no one saw this coming. The kind of power numbers that he put up this year for the Rangers were. I, they can't have been part of the plan. So let me look at his stat line. Well, it's funny. While you do that, it, the- so he in 2022, I mean, he, all right, he had 27 home runs last year. He jumped up to 39 this year, though. That's his, a big jump. it's, I mean, that that's a large jump. His his slugging went from 450 to 508. I mean, he had a he went from a 756 OPS player, which is, eh, it's it's not bad, but it's not bad to an 836 yeah. player. That's he good. went. He went from a, an okay, decent player to an all-star jump from last year to next year. You know what else is impressive about what the Rangers have done? They've been they've been able to overcome some of the, I would say, dumb moves that they've made and and not let it absolutely torpedo their franchise. The Jacob deGrom deal was dumb. It was reckless. That's a reckless deal. Reckless. He gave you nothing. And you it didn't bury you. It did not kill you at all. Um you know, you, you they overpaid for other players as well. Didn't bury him. Didn't kill him. Corey Seager was hurt. 
Didn't bury him. Didn't kill him. They had guy. They had depth there to fill in when Corey Seager went down. Corey Seager. I mean, if you're the Dodgers, you're like, how the f did we let that guy and Bellinger, Jordan Alvarez? How do we trade that guy? You know, they they're not always the model for what exactly you want to do. They they run yeah, a tight ship let, and they run a let good Trey ship. Turner go and yeah, you know, exactly. He, he powered the Phillies the second half of this season. Yeah, so. it's just um, I don't know, man. Like. It's going to be interesting to see what the Orioles do. I feel terrible for them. I do, man. A 100-win season is a, a great accomplishment, but to not scratch out a single win in the playoffs is a rough look. All right, jump in now if you want to play Take on Woods, 833-288-0973. Coming up uh, later on in the show, Adam Jones, as I mentioned, going to join us. Doug Lanfell, looking forward to that conversation at 9 o'clock this morning uh, covering the MLB playoffs for ESPN. He's calling the, the Braves-Phillies series, which also – resumes today in Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park with Game 3. The schedule today, in case you are wondering for your uh, your triple header of action, uh, we've got the Braves-Phillies at 2.07, then the Astros and Twins at 4.07, and the Dodgers and Diamondbacks at 6.07. So you've got about an hour of overlap with every game, sort of, so you can't really watch all of them the way Woods likes, like one to the next to the next of nine hours of uninterrupted baseball. You're going to have to, I mean, but then again, if the Braves-Phillies game isn't good, you know, in the sixth inning, you can switch it over and the, the next game is going to be started. What's the second game? Second game's Astros-Twins Okay, four oh seven. 7 I want the... 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock. I'm most invested in the first game and the third game. Of the NL game. Yeah, I feel like the Astros are going to, I feel like they're just going to handle business today. I mean, they're on the road. They are, it's always yeah, tougher. Or, or Keeney. The they, so they they're on the road go, yesterday. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Scored nine runs. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> Christian good point. Javier, by the way, outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Great job by Dusty Baker, not completely just panicking, letting him get out of several jams. He was he was incredible. Yeah, as yesterday. was uh, Evaldi, was, Evaldi was very was good, too. Unbelievable. God, I'm so jealous, man. <laughs> I just saw a tweet. From a guy named Jimmy Gorecki. says, Phil's play at 5 p.m. There are already people tailgating at 7 a.m. Wow. I'm so pissed, dude. I'm so mad. That's what the Braves are walking into. And we got robbed. That's 2 o'clock our oh, time. Because so. we could get off the air and just go hang and just be ready for a game tonight. My All right, uh, Woods, off you go. All right. Let's get to it. It is time to play Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 All right, time to take on Woods. Take Woods on for Joe. Joe, you there? Good morning. Good morning. All right, Woodsy's left. Uh, You get to go first in our five-question musical trivia challenge. If you can beat or tie Woods, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing two-night getaway at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and tickets to Valley and the Four Seasons at the International Theater. Get your tickets and VIP packages now at Ticketmaster.com and check out the Westgate's $70 million in room renovations. All right, your advantage is picking the category, and Woods doesn't get to know what's going on. Here are your choices, Joe. We've got your time is at the end. Five song titles that end with the word time. Getting your Z's. Those are five artists with a name that begins with the letter Z. And we've got our mystery category that's back. You don't really get to know much about that one, but uh, you get to choose any of those three. Your time is at the end. Getting your Z's or the mystery category, Joe? So your time is at the end. Your time is at the end. Okay, again, uh, five song titles. What they all have in common is the last word of the title is time. 
You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many of the five as you can. Say pass if you don't know one. We will come back if there is time left on the clock at the end. We'll start with the two-second song. I always like to remind everybody, you need to give me the song title that ends with time and the artist to score that point. You need both of them for the full point. So, Joe, are you ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. Paula, you got us queued up. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. The category, your time is at the end. Joe, good luck. Let's take on Woods. Pass. Suitcase of Memories is Cindy Lauper's favorite line from which song on her debut album? I'm time. Correct. Considering it was their debut single, which 1977 Foreigner hit is perfectly titled. Feels like the first time. Correct. In a controversy from the late 80s, Cher recorded the music video for which song while wearing a thong aboard the battleship USS Missouri? If I could turn back time. Correct. In 1988, Poison sang, Ain't looking for what? How can I resist? Pass. Let's go back to our two-second song. In 1988, Poison saying, ain't looking for what? How can I resist? Got it. You got the three, though. I'll let you think in case inspiration hits you, but time is up. I don't know that three's going to do it. Ain't looking for nothing but a good time by Poison. And that was Closing Time by Semisonic. Will Woods get those ones? You got time after time. Feels like the first time. And if I could turn back time, Cher could trip him up. All right, here he comes back. Joe's score is locked in. Joe, hang on the line. Woods doesn't get the category. See if he can figure it out. 60 seconds back on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Joe. Closing time by Semisonic. Correct. Suitcase of Memories is Cindy Lauper's favorite line from which song on her debut album? Time after time. Correct. Considering it was their debut single, which 1977 Foreigner hit is perfectly titled? Feels like the first time. Correct. In a controversy from the late 80s, Cher recorded the music video for which song while wearing a thong aboard the battleship USS Missouri? If I could turn back time. Correct. In 1988, Poison sang, ain't looking for what? How can I resist? Ain't looking for nothing but a good time. Oh, that's a five for five and a five three win. Sorry, Joe Woods got you today in our category. Your time is at the end. I hope not. Yeah. Well, the, the song titles all ended with the word. Yep. Time. Yeah. Very good. Very good, Woods. Very solid performance, Joe. You can try again later this month. No one qualifies today for the trip to Las Vegas. La Poison there. Oh yeah. yeah. Come on. I don't even want to talk over it. I like it that much. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Dylan Brooks was looking for a good time last night in his <laughs> Rockets preseason debut. Some, it was a short some guys time. Just don't get it, man. <laughs> it was a short time, that's for sure. Hey, <laughs> when in doubt, don't, don't do this. When in doubt, <laughs> just grab yourself a handful of dong. <laughs> Just any time you're in doubt, just grab, yeah, grab some dong and be on your way. This segment of Bennett Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. We'll be back after traffic. Don't do this next on 97.3 The Fan. Get you a handful of it. Just grab it.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot, you moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. The Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments. Did you win this last week? I did. Good. Congratulations. Get in-depth analysis, start, sit, questions, everything you need for your fantasy team. Just download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, thanks to your victory in fantasy football, you get to go first on Don't Do This. Actually, they're unrelated. Fantastic. Go ahead. James Franklin, head coach of the Penn State Nittany Lions, had an interesting press conference. We always love the uh, bad question. And you know why I love it? Because I've done it. I've done it. I totally can sympathize. I've asked mushmouth, longly worded, you know, long rambling questions. There are multiple ways the question receiver can handle it. You can pretty much kind of ignore it, just answer it. You know, as best as you can. Yeah. Just, just kind of. All right. Well, it, it wasn't worded, but I, this is probably what you were trying to say. Let me explain just the give best him a I can. Generic or just, yeah, just, just you can, generic. Yeah, you can up. just give a kind of quick cliche answer. You can do kind of the old move on, or and go make fun of them in your office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can. Or you can point out, and you can absolutely the question ruin the guy's yeah. life. It was a bad question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I've got a follow up to it that I just saw. But here's the. Uh, do we have the question in there as yeah, well? I got the full okay. Here. The the question from a reporter named Corey Geiger uh, talking to James Franklin, head coach of the Penn State. Hey, good afternoon, James. Hey, Corey. Of 
follow up to what uh, you were just asked there about Drew. Is there a balance, though, between, hey, we need you to throw the ball deep no matter – just take a shot. Don't don't overthink it. Take a shot. We need to see it. We're going to call it, and, and we need you to get some confidence in doing this as opposed to even giving a young quarterback the chance to say, hey, just check it down if, if, if it's not there. I, I don't really – understand what you're saying because we would never like i'm like my skin is curling when you say just drop back and chuck it deep no matter what like like that is like i, I don't even know what you're i don't know what you're saying it's like you're speaking oh. like from mars a guy a post pattern, <laughs> oh, God. take the shot throw it no matter receiver, what give your receiver a chance to make a play on a ball uh, even if he might be covered 30 yards down the field Maybe you think he'll be open 45 yards down the field and, and like Godwin did or with Jahan or KJ. We, you, we've you, ne- we, like, like, I still don't like you're speaking Japanese. Oh, like, God. like we, we have never done that. Just throw the ball up and maybe he'll be open and maybe he'll catch. Like, my skin is like, like, my, I'm, I'm, like oh, you're making God. me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't I'm know what you're talking about. So okay. yeah, we 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 would not do that. We would never do that. Corey Geiger digging. We've a hole. never thought about doing that as a head coach, as an offensive coordinator, as a receivers coach. I coached the receivers. I didn't want them to do that. He's really going. Um, so no, no, strong no. <laughs> like yeah. Okay. So no. he, he <laughs> just drags it over great. and like, over. No, no. Strong no. Yeah. Um, no. So no. No. So Corey Geiger. Strong no. no. Wait. Like, um, like, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I need that. I need that drop <clears throat> whenever I want to say no to Woods. Like, no, no. Strong no. Like, no. yeah. No. no. Strong no. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's fantastic. <laughs> Corey Geiger has uh, come out on Twitter and said, I asked a bad question to James Franklin. No doubt. I, I own it. I Hold get on, what he's saying. Okay. This is crazy. Idea was sound. And I think it was. I, I kind of know what he's he was saying asking. They're dinking and dunking a yeah, lot. You're, check, you're yeah, playing check down football. Is there football? ever going you know, to take a chance and move down the field? That's what he's looking for. He said, idea was sound. I worded it very poorly. I've tried to roll with the criticism, but when people message me saying I should kill myself Ooh. or that they wish I would actually get murdered, that's difficult. It's just football. He said, James Franklin murdered that idiot reporter who was me. That's fine. I didn't word my question great. Doesn't change the fact that Penn State's offense has some major issues with throwing the ball deep. The key stats and analysis here. Um, yeah, he, 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 it's tough. I mean, that's tough. It's not the worst question I've ever heard. Ever. I mean, it's it was not the worst. Digging yeah. down. It, it was just, yeah. you know what, just acknowledge where this is going. I, it, and hey, and James on. Franklin didn't have to. He didn't have to so thoroughly embarrass the guy yeah. either. Yeah, I think, I think that's a bad look on the coach. I'm like, my skin is curling. Skin doesn't curl. Hair it curls. Cr- yeah, it crawls. Your skin, skin is crawls. crawling. Well, it doesn't like, really curl. Metaphorically, it's right. curling. Wow. It's bad. I feel bad for Corey Geiger. Like, are you making me uncomfortable. Like, uncomfortable. You're making me like, uncomfortable. Like, you're making me uncomfortable. Sounds like, like the font. <laughs> you make me uncomfortable. Go ahead, Benjamin. All right, so we'll go to the NBA preseason where it did not take long for Dylan the Villain, as he's now being referred to, Dylan Brooks, 
uh, who, of course, remember, got into it with the Lakers in the postseason last year with the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> Best picture in NBA history. Was ejected for a flagrant foul in Game 3 of that series. You know how Jerry West is the logo of the NBA? It should be Dylan Brooks in the tucked-in. That should be the new logo of the NBA. Dylan Brooks in the tucked-in <laughs> Under Armour tank, tank top. top. That's yeah. the new logo. And uh, so his first game, he gets signed and traded. They need, uh, they need to just get rid of Dylan Brooks. So they sent him to the Houston Rockets. First preseason game, first five minutes. It's uh, seven minutes, 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Uh, is someone on the Indiana Pacers, Senator Daniel Tice, tries to set a screen. And instead of going, you know, around the screen, kind of goes between the legs with his left hand, like surreptitiously, like thinking he's going to get away with it. Grabs it. Tice reacts as most gentlemen do in that situation, wincing in agony. Referees call the foul, go to the replay, get to the nice, clear shot on many camera angles of what Dylan Brooks did. And in his first preseason game, he gets uh, he gets ejected in the first five minutes for a flagrant foul. He was giving him the business. Yeah. <laughs> he was giving him the business, grabbed a handful of Wiener. Brooks says uh, he didn't mean to strike ties. Chalked the ejection up to his reputation. Right. Mm. He says, I tried to navigate a screen. I might have tapped him below the waist, but he got right back up. I don't he know. Grabbed it's it. weird that every time it happens to me, I get picked on. I guess it's part of <laughs> reputation. It's fantastic. What's the name? What's my name? My name is Dylan the Villain, so I guess. <coughs> uh, and then for do do this, ben, uh, ben and Paul. He was giving him the business. Yeah, giving him the business. D.D. Mega Doo-Doo. I really have been enjoying, and I'm not the only one, the reviews are in for Adam Wainwright in the booth calling, uh, being, you know, color type analyst uh, for Major League Baseball on Fox. He's been great. And I will admit I didn't think he would be uh, that great. It makes me mad sometimes because, you know, we are in a profession where we've studied and no, we have practiced our craft for years and years. Right. Well, I kind of tried to. Right. When a guy like Wainwright comes in, you know, like day one and just crushes pretty, it. Pretty good at it already. Yeah. It it diminishes everything else the rest of us are trying to do. No, I, I just look at it as he's got the experience. He's got yeah. so much experience. Yeah. He if you could you could try to explain to me, uh, Ben, the difference between a sweeper and a slider, and I would laugh at you. Adam Wainwright does it, and here's what I loved about it. It was so refreshing, and I tweeted it yesterday. Wait. So he actually explained it instead of just making fun they, of the they name. Both start with S and end with R, and, and but there's different letters in between. There, he, so it's more than just making fun of the name and saying that the pitch doesn't exist. He actually took the time to explain it to the sense of, of what it means exactly. Well, a slider is going to break traditionally eight, nine inches horizontally, right? A sweeper, they call it a sweeper because on average it's breaking 12 to 14. Now, Sonny's actually slides a little bit more than that. On average, it's sliding 15.5 inches right to left. So it's a big... Altuve hits it hard but pulls it flat. It's a big breaking pitch. And the difference in a sweeper and a slider, it's... Let's see if I can get there. Okay. When you throw a slider, you're going to see a red dot, and it's going to be towards the bottom left of the ball. That means it's going down. A sweeper, when you throw the sweeper, when you come through, it's there's some science behind this. This seam right here, if you can see, this seam, this seam has to be pointed in the right direction, and it's kind of angled up and to the right. And when that catches the air halfway through, that's when it starts really taking off right to left. It's amazing. And what happens is it just moves more than a hitter's eyes I, I, think it's moving. I will say, um, first of all, I, I pointed this out on Twitter. 
the ability to already pause when the pitch is happening in case the play by play announcer needs to make a call, something happens. Very aware. He's very co- he was coached well or has become very aware very early. Uh, the ability to you know translate into words a complex technical explanation, pretty good right there. He got a little in the weeds, but that's a pretty darn good explanation of what he's trying to accomplish there in describing a pitch. And it's a baseball player that likes baseball. It's really refreshing to not have to hear, man, back in my day, we called that a blah, 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 and this is no, there's no such thing. It's like, this is how you help people understand. This is how you help grow the game. Not naming any names, Sean Smoltz, but you know, there's some guys that can take a page from what, what Wayno's done in a very, very short time uh, as, a, as a color commentator. I thought he was brilliant, and I, I really enjoy him uh, on the microphone. I thought he was great. And that's Don't and Do Do This for a Wednesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, when we come back, our Major League Baseball's postseason champagne-soaked celebrations becoming too much for who all of us for me for scott lewis our friend from the voice of san diego who tweeted this and i i had thought this myself so i was nodding in agreement no, i don't know fun police have you arrived. disagree we'll talk about it coming wow. up next on san diego's number one sports station it's ben woods on 97.3 the fan Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. got my sirens on i'm pulling you over officer ben the fun police is issuing citations this morning here on ben and woods 740 here on 97.3 the fan baseball fans by the way for behind the scenes coverage of the 2023 mlb postseason check out baseball isn't boring host rob bradford brings you the biggest news from around the league each day follow baseball isn't boring on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, I guess uh, Rob would like all the champagne-soaked celebrations that we're seeing in the in the postseason. They've become de rigueur. Is that how you say that? Like, just it's it's like a it's, is it Latin? It's like I've just never heard that commonplace, commonplace essentially. There's almost nothing special about them anymore. Uh, I'm not, tell that to the players. I'm not saying cancel the World Series winning champagne-soaked right. celebration. So let's get your rules in place for when it's okay right. to well, let, let me Let me start with the tweet that we got. So our friend Scott Lewis from The Voice of San Diego tweeted out essentially last night about, you know, I, I had been thinking this for a while. So this is not, this is not like the, the first time it has crossed my mind. 
But he said, oh, I got it called up right here. All right, he said, there's, there's the sound of it. This is the dumbest part of Major League Baseball. Come on, you won the quarterfinal of a tournament. I know it's an exciting moment, but the whole plan and stage alcohol spray party with goggles is and blank is so dorky. And there was a video of Max Scherzer and Austin Hedges just spraying and dousing each other with champagne and beer. And Hedges is, you know, chugging champagne. And then Scherzer just put double fist beers all over him. And, yeah, they uh, they won what is essentially the quarterfinal stage of a month-long tournament and got to the semifinal stage of said tournament by winning their series and advancing to the ALCS. That is their 167th game they've played, right. not counting but not counting spring training. Right. Not counting um, sim games, not counting scrimmages and whatnot. That's 167 games. But they also did it after their 164th game sure. when they won the wild card series. And they did it after their 161st game when they clinched their playoff spot to get begin with. So that's their third partying champagne celebration in a span of six games when you still have to win eight more to win a World Series. So I'm with Ben. I think it's a little overkill. I love it. I think it's great I, because... Okay, okay let's, let's pause for traffic here. Okay. And then I'll get to my rules because right. I have some. You know, fun. Pol- the fun police always has fun oh, rules. That's right. why they have rules. So I will issue my fun police rules right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Maybe I sound like I'm getting a little bit older in my late 40s, but if there's something I think young people today enjoy, it's well-organized frivolity that has a good boundary and limit set on the kind of fun you should be having. I Okay. No no problem with champagne celebrations. When you clinch a playoff spot after six months of working to get into the postseason, let your hair down, you clinch that playoff spot. I think that's a great time to celebrate. Rage. Yes. Now, if you then clinch the division title, like you clinch the wild card one day, and you clinch the division title two or three days later, you don't need to do it again. For the same, essentially, thing. You're still in the playoffs. You're just changing your seating at that point. That's not worthy of another champagne-soaked celebration. Says who? That's uh, a says big me. deal. Says me. That's a big now, deal winning your division. If you are confident you're going to win your division, you can forego the wild card celebration, the clinching of the playoff spot, in favor of the later division-clinching celebration. You may have that authority to swap out your regular season celebrations, but you get one. One regular season celebration. Then, if you happen to win the two out of three wild card games necessary to advance to the next round, that's just that's just moving on. That's just business as usual. That's great. You did your job. You moved on to the division round. You got to a level that four teams just automatically buy it into. What about those four teams? Should they be throwing? We just got to buy into they did. the. They threw a party when well, they, they oh so so when they clinch the division that would be a second one and then if they clinch a top two seed they should get another one. Why, let, let me ask you a question, the overarching question: Why do you give an F? Well, first of all, you, mean, it's not like you're paying for the champagne. I get someone. Like, is. I can't be writing these checks for all this cooks. Champagne, champagne. is. Oh, I mean, are you sure? It's cooks just, and Budweiser. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Three hundred dollars. I think it's kind of a dumb look. I, I do too. I, agree I think with Paul. it's like rushing the field when you're the number eight team and. You you beat the number six team like 
you're a top ten team. Don't rush the field. You, and then it's it's business as usual. Then the division series, which is also a shorter series and a quarterfinal, as Scott points out. Nope, they're not doing the champagne celebration for that. The I season do, is so right long, and you did get your champagne it's celebration so when you clinched the long, long. playoff clinching celebration less than probably a week or two before i get I mad at my wife for wanting to do massive celebrations I mean, for half birthday just as long not it's as many not games. even close to just as long not yes, even it close is. it's six months they don't yeah in the it's NBA, 82 games compared to 162 it's half and they celebrate when they when they clinch a playoff spot in the nba, What's an NBA they celebrate. Game? two hours but they don't max? they don't celebrate every series win when the games two and a half hours when when the when the lakers beat the you know trailblazers in the first round they're not soaking each other with champagne to get to the second round of the NBA postseason. And now that the baseball playoffs are longer, they need to understand it's more like the basketball and hockey playoffs. It's not that special to just get to the second round of the playoffs. I will allow that if you win 68 games, and I know all teams do it, but we're talking about the Rangers. He tweeted about the Rangers. This is the Rangers thing. You won 68 games last year. Then you came out and you won your division, or you didn't win your division, or whatever. You didn't win your. You division, didn't win your division, but you celebrated clinching a playoffs. But I just, think it was the second to last day of the season. You just swept a hundred win team out of the playoffs, swept them, and now you're going into the ALCS. Celebrate your balls off. That's I think what it's I say, like, dude. There's still work to be done. So I listen, love. I think it's. It doesn't bother me. Like the celebration it sounds like it bother bothers me. both of you guys. I will. Even, I think it's a dumb look, but it doesn't really bother me. I'm not going to. No, I will say that this. My things. my caveat to it is, if there was a team that said, "No, we're not. Let's make an agreement, guys. We're not doing anything other. We we will celebrate getting into the playoffs, and we will celebrate when we win the World Series." I would actually think, "Oh, that's pretty dope." That means they're focused and locked in. I would switch it a little bit. I think even though I totally am fine with a made the playoffs, let's celebrate. I kind of like the just walk off the field into the clubhouse business as usual. The job's just starting now. I, I would say it's you win the pennant, you win the World Series, you get I will allow if you win the ALCS or NLCS, qualify for the World Series. Oh, I, yeah. I'm okay with that. You've won a league, you won an entire league at that point. That. <laughs> that's it's a banner, that's ring. a championship that goes up, even if you don't win the World Series. Celebrate that one. Ken points out, hey, did you not enjoy watching all of our teams super happy after beating the Dodgers? Bro, I was right down there, trust me. I last year. And yeah, it, it was. Yeah, awesome. are you guys insane? It, you were there. We got the best clip of all time, uh, of all time, that exists. It's extra sweet because it was against the Dodgers. So we shouldn't have celebrated might, beating the Dodgers. Might they have been better off with less celebration and just, no. you know, focusing on the Phillies that are coming up right after that? I don't think it is either, but. The hangover was so great. Yeah, it yeah. might have been. I. Don't don't discount. I don't know if it was the the champagne. I doubt that. But the the emotional catharsis of beating the Dodgers and how big that was. You're telling me it didn't have any effect on the next series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Probably did. There's yeah. not a bit of a letdown. I think there might be, and I think a celebration only enforces. If the if your team is potentially susceptible to that letdown, that celebration is only going to make it worse. Going forward, whereas, as you said, that business-like, let's move on. I think it would be dope if somebody did that, if they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll celebrate when we hoist, because that celebration would be the absolute sweetest. I think that would be a cool move. I think it would be a hard-ass move, but I certainly don't mind it. Now, if you want to make the case for... If you want to make the case for Austin Hedges and Max Scherzer celebrating as hard as they did, that one I can get behind. 
guys really contributed less than nothing. Honestly. So I that yeah, let me okay. sign my name on the group project. So like <laughs> I get it. I get it. Glue guy, glue guy, but I would I would feel weird. I would feel weird if it were me. I would. And I've been in the league a long time. I get he's got a lot of games under his belt. with everybody, but to yeah. lead the circle, lead I, the group. I, I I will I will defend in saying that if everyone is spraying champagne, there's no like right level of moderately spraying people with champagne. Well, I didn't do much, so maybe I'll just Gently spray one no, or two you, people you and not really get into the champagne you can party, but to like to be the ringleader when you just got there and you haven't you don't do anything. It's kind of weird. That, that if you that's that's one I'll listen to. I but. mean, I saw Padres fans very unhappy about smashing pinatas for regular season wins this year. But then I also heard that the Padres didn't do enough team building things <laughs> like that, and they why did they stop? They needed to do more of that over the course of the regular season. Yeah, I mean, everyone's calling you guys out for last year. Paulie was down there. Like, Trust me, it's I, the it best. was awesome. You're, I mean, it. Of course, I wanted that moment. They needed that moment. They absolutely needed that moment. Beating that team with that team of all teams with 111 wins. I mean, if that's not worthy of a celebration, I don't know what is. I really don't know what is. My late great father-in-law told my wife, celebrate everything. So I, I try to live by that. Now, I, again, I do get mad at her when she says, hey, it's my half birthday today. I'm like, I'm not celebrating your half birthday. There, That is where I draw the That's my line. Half birthdays, great. You're halfway to 35. Like, who cares? It's a day on the calendar. Birthday, different. I've learned to you know celebrate a little bit more than I used to. But this is such a grind. Let's ask Adam Jones. We talked to him at 835. I think you have to... And, and also, you know how good that is for a squad to be able to do that together, all in the same room? You feel like you're on the same page. You feel like you're on the right track. The the chemistry, the bonding, the getting drunk together, whatever it may be, you know, uh, the spraying each other down. Have, I mean, have a ball, I say. Seems like the uh, the vocal people in our chat are all against me on this one. But I trust that the silent majority out there is just <laughs> nodding <laughs> And saying, you're absolutely right, Ben. There's too much fun in the baseball playoffs. Eric says, I thought it was weird when the Padres were doing it after the Mets last year. It's not. It's not weird at all. Like I this thought team it was weird been, after the Mets, too. This team has been terrible. And you just went in and you beat Scherzer and Bassett. And you you had this great performance after a, a season that was a little bit hanging in the balance. And you were able to go into New York and win those games. Like, celebrate. Absolutely. Yeah, Life Padres is, had three last year. Technically, yeah, they had the, they lost to the White Sox, but they clinched. They clinched a playoff spot. Life is so short; it's so short. I like have as many, have as much fun as you can. And if you think, and I do think, there's something about celebrating with your team that's great. That's great. I think it's it's fantastic. Not going to hurt you. I mean, unless the celebration doesn't stop, I'm like not, the eighty, you know, eighty six Mets celebrated after every win, and we know how they celebrated. They went on to win the World Series that year. So they, I mean, I'm going to try to speak for Ben and, and guys like Scott Lewis who felt the same way. I think it's just it's the organized, the like bring out the boxes of beer, the goggles, the taping up the locker room. Maybe more organic. If, if yeah. they just came in and were hyped, like nobody said, yeah, they no, need no, to come no, yeah, off that's, the field that's a good with, point, Paul. with a dead look on their face, like nope, not happy at all, not showing any emotions. Turn on the music, party, I, play. I, I appreciate it's the staged. Yeah, you guys I, get mad. I, I guys... appreciate that philosophy that you just said. Celebrate everything. It's it's actually a, it's good. But then, 
then do you really celebrate? I mean, you're going to win, hopefully, you know, 90 games. I mean, how hard do you celebrate every single one of them? Regular season is different. It's different. You know, you can't, the regular season is one where you can't get too high, you can't get too low. But after you. But come, why is that not apply? What is that not apply in the it, playoffs? In the, then? in the actual games, Don't get it too is. high or too after low. After it's over and you win, rap, celebrate. But it's not what over. You just, this is my point. It's stepping stones. Stepping yeah, yeah, but it's not like you're going to get two weeks off to start over. You're probably playing the, you know, in a day or two again, another game. So what are you worried about? A hangover? No, I'm not really. Well, isn't that like, why, why you're just saying you don't celebrate every, every regular win? season no, no, game that way? It's about the mentality of there's still we've got 80 more games to go. You don't rage after every win, but you still do when you've got possibly 14 more games yeah, to go, which the you, Rangers do. After you knock a team out and they're done and they're not they're packing their stuff and going home. Yeah, that's when you hey, we've moved on. We're going to the LCS. Let's rage for one night. 15 minutes Levi Weaver said it was. 15 minute celebration. That's it. Who cares? Like I think it's great. You well, guys everyone seems to agree with you. Are you guys got are you guys mad at Bo that he got a participation trophy <laughs> last? You guys are those guys now. I work with participation trophy guys now. It's not it's not who I He didn't graduate it's preschool. Is, it's not There's who no is diploma. There's no diploma for preschool. This is garbage. What'd you get a trophy for? You don't even keep score. I work with those guys the, now. Theoretically, though, you could then have... You take them to Disneyland after every book report? You could have six champagne celebrations on your way to a World Series title. Who cares? That's what the like dream. That's the dream. Eric says, I love eyewash. They love eyewash. I'm down to celebrate. Rage. Have a ball. That's the eyewash. All right. I'll guess some better woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. You want to call us? 833-288-0973. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 